Welcome to Baptist Vices. This podcast is designed to engage the Baptist community in challenging thought. We hope to not just promote negative propaganda that is raised against Baptist thought, but to biblically analyze some of these thoughts and provide biblical solutions. We hope you enjoy today's program. And now your host, Dr. Steve Dameron. It's great to have attorney David Gibbs III again, so I'm going to get a plug-in for you. He heads up NCLL. You can look that up on the website. That stands for the National Center for Life and Liberty. Welcome to the podcast. Always a delight to be with you, my friend. And again, if they remember NCLL.org, they can look us up. But I am always privileged to be on Baptist Vice with you and talk through some of the issues that are Um, plaguing and challenging church leadership across the nation. All right, so our Baptist vice today is the cover-up, which... Oh, that sounds pretty spooky, but you know, it's a big problem. (laughs) All right, so what we're going to talk about in regards to the church or institutions, as far as we're thinking of Christian institutions, because you represent both schools and probably universities and other things, as far as nonprofits and probably non for, not for profits, would that be correct? Yes. All right. We we work with ministries across the nation, and 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 you've got your thumb on it. It's it's a big problem that we're all wrestling with. Yes. So what we're going to deal with is what about accusations? And these are coming from the outside. It can come from the inside, but we're talking about accusations of sexual harassment sexual improprieties, and maybe embezzlement. And so what we're going to try to do is talk about what should the leadership do? What are some protocols to set in place? And I know you can't answer all of these. I would recommend maybe hire NCL double L. There's another plug for you. So you you owe me big time. You know. Hey, we're 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 rolling through the the college sports world with basketball, NCAA. People right. just remember NCAA. There you go. But, uh, you could have a March you know, Madness it, special. You know. Yeah, it's time for folks to think about it. But, but let me let me talk through because this is complicated, and we get yes. a lot of phone calls. And and so let me let me do big division number one. Okay. Okay. Are you dealing with a situation with children? Yeah with adults yeah okay so that's like a big dividing line okay Okay, if someone says a child is being and i'm gonna use the word abused but that Mm -hmm. could be physical emotional neglect educationally sexually obviously very sensationalized in the news um we recommend that churches understand they need to report that to the authorities and i think historically we have had a little bit of a try to investigate, try to yes. evaluate, try I, to work on yeah. it in the church. And it's a mess. And, yeah. and kids are getting hurt yep. and uh, bad actors. And so if it's dealing with children, if I could just get the message out loud and clear, 
that that needs to be reported to the authorities. And, and it's a it's a sad world we live in, but so many children are put at risk. Now, All right, when so you're let dealing me, with... Let me ask you ahead. a question on that. So does it vary state to state as far as the age? Uh, generally not. Um, across the nation, uh, children are deemed as anyone 17 and under. Oh, okay. okay. That's good to know. Now, All right. let, let's just talk about, you know, obviously it has to be abuse. Okay. So, you know, um, you know, we're, we're not talking, you know, loving parents that are, you know, they told their kids, no, they can't go, you know, spend money or go to an event or something. I mean, that's being a parent, but we're talking where children are being treated inappropriately 17 and under, they are legally protected. And, and so what we're just encouraging pastors, ministry leaders, teachers, Sunday school, others to just be sensitive to the issue that if yeah. a child is being uh, in their mind, there's a reasonable suspicion of abuse that that does need to be reported to the authorities. Now, when you start moving into adults, okay, now it gets a little complicated because like when you use the words harassment, okay, that's inappropriate treatment, or you deal with, you know, even sexual harassment, unwanted overtures, or embezzlement, you're stealing money, and, and there's a, a litany of things that could be occurring. You have to look at the relationship. So if you're an organization and it's an employee, well, then you have a duty to make sure that their conduct is correct and appropriate. So if like one of your staff is being accused of something, you certainly need to deal with it either financially or behaviorally or other things. Mm -hmm. If it's someone in the church, you have to look at what authority you have over them. And you always want to be careful because we do live in a world where um, everybody wants to um, make an accusation, maybe in the middle of a messy divorce, or they get angry and they just throw things out there that you don't uh, deal with these issues unnecessarily in a public realm yeah. because then you could subject yourself to lots of things, but yeah. let me use legal terms, defamation, libel, slander. You know, if, if somebody uh, says, yeah. you know, this dad did this to his wife, well, that may or may not be true. You might just be pre falling prey to gossip or other things. Yeah. And so you want to be careful, um, certainly as ministry leaders, to not unnecessarily disseminate publicly what would otherwise be private information. So like Mr. So-and-so and Mrs. So-and-so are having marriage problems. Well, that's their personal private information. And for you to publicize that obviously um, could hurt them. And, and they may not have a legal claim, but, you know, it's, we have to be very, very careful uh, when we're dealing with these things that we recognize um, where there are realms of confidentiality, where you need to handle things carefully, so, where a statement from the pulpit could subject you to a lawsuit. Yeah. So you're, you made me laugh there because I was coming, I'm thinking of the, the preacher side of it. So I can't use that as sermon illustrations. Um, uh, generally not. Generally hey, not a good idea. These guys, let's just have them stand up. Hey, would you guys come down here right now? You just tell me what you just did. All right, just tell them. Tell the, turn well, around that, and that, tell them. That, that is the old school. And by the way, let, let me let me use old school. Right. Um, we used to drag uh, single um, girls that got pregnant out of wedlock, and uh, drag them to the front of the church, yep. and stand up there, and and or people that had affairs, they would stand up there and talk. And, and I think we just need to realize that um, some of that can be handled privately the public shaming and those kind of things are problematic. And then remember too, it used to be there was a church service 
right, Steve? I mean, you yeah. need to go to church. Right. Now people got cameras and phones oh, yeah. and online. Oh, my word. So now all of a sudden the, the event is posted or oh, yeah. people are talking about it. So we do need to realize um, that it's a different world. The online world has changed the ball game. Yeah. And so what you might be able to do in a private church meeting, if people were willing to do it, is now different when it's going to be out on the internet and literally circulate or follow someone for the rest of their lives. So just recognizing that as pastors and ministry leaders, uh, that we want to try to protect the privacy of individuals and not unduly expose their problems. And then remember too, um, as Christians, we're called to forgive. Yeah. You know, so that's um, what that, I was, I was going to head there on the, on the, Bible side of it or on the church side of it, not just on the legal side, the whole idea of dealing with something is restoration, which doesn't seem to be a purpose sometimes. Some is just to rip a guy's face off or a lady's face off and you humiliate and shame, which to, sorry to use the word, but it's very cultish to me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, absolutely. And, And let me say this. With regard to forgiveness, we forgive, but we don't have to be stupid. So I'll use an example. Someone goes to jail for embezzling from their company. Yeah. Okay, we forgive, but we're not going to put them in charge of the church finances. Okay, yeah. somebody is arrested for abuse. They should get the child. church credit card right away. Yeah, <laughs> we, we need to be very careful. And so my right. point is, right. as we look at all of this, you yes. know, forgiveness doesn't mean you don't recognize that this person has a besetting sin. They yes. struggle. Yeah. If someone had multiple affairs, I wouldn't put them in charge of your counseling minister because they're going to be tempted. And so you have to look at people's strengths, weaknesses, what they're good at, what would be a problem for them. But that doesn't mean we can't forgive and find a role for them in the church. And I think a lot of it comes down to the spirit of the sinner. If they come uh, in with a spirit yes. of humility and they're willing yep. to submit, then forgiveness can be easy. If they come in with a spirit of arrogance and they're looking for almost demanding things, then those people are dangerous. Yeah. So something that you brought up and we'll, if, if you don't mind, and we'll kind of tease the audience maybe in a, a month or so, maybe we can do a follow-up because this is a huge topic. I'm, Yes, sir. It's a huge topic. And I know that there is a lot of interest, and we live in a very sue-crazy world. They're looking for anything, especially if you're a born-again believer. And then let's put on top of that, you're an independent Baptist who's a born-again believer. The target is on you. In fact, I don't know if you saw it this week. There was uh, two big articles, one by Pastor Jeffries out of Dallas, And he was saying, and he seems to indicate that he has kind of inside, you know, he was an insider under the last administration. And he's saying that they are going to be coming after your IRS things because of what you say in the, in the pulpit. So be careful. I don't know if you saw that one, but that was an article. I did. And, and and we certainly need to recognize that the, the government, again, what used to be a private church meeting has now turned into right. television, internet, yep. streaming. And when you go public, you need to be realizing that there is There's others right. in your group watching <laughs> right. that may not be on your side. Right. So going back to what our topic is, so we're talking about be careful, cover up, 
one thing that right away you went to is the children. And with children, it almost seems that you're going to need to get some outside help. Yes. It's, it's a very rare occasion that you're not going to get outside help. Does that seem to sum some of it up? <laughs> or, yes, sir. Yeah. So we need to make sure, and some of that is having good associations that we've developed. All right. So I can pick up and give you a phone call. I'm very close friends with the chief of police here at the local sheriff department. I'm very good friends with him. I have an, a number of lawyer friends, and I think it's very good that I've developed relationships, and we have a relationship of integrity, too, together. So when I come no, to I'm, them, they're not like, oh, why are you? I mean, I know you're a liar, so I don't think I trust you. Well, I'm just going to say I'm glad you can be friends with a lawyer. I, I, you know, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> I don't like most others. So I, I, that's just a sign that you're a pretty spiritual guy that you could you know, be friends to him. That's wonderful. Right. Well, I try to witness and get them yeah. saved. You know what I mean? You know, I, I hear you. It's a tough job, but you got to do it. But, but on a serious note, Steve, let me say this. You are nailing it. Relationships matter. Yeah. Okay. And the fact that you're able to deal with professionals that may or may not be in your church, yep. law enforcement that may or may not be in your church. And I think a lot of uh, independent Baptists went isolationist. Oh, yeah. Like we're just going to stay in our yep. little castle and we don't want to deal with the folks out there. But remember, uh, ministry is not just the service inside the four walls, it's the service out in the community. Yep. And you having those relationships and being that phone call, that individual where, Somebody can call you and you can talk with them. Um, that is tremendous ministry. And we've seen um, men in the past. I mean, you know, um, Billy Graham spoke to presidents. Jerry Falwell yes. spoke with leaders. And I'm not saying we agree with everything every individual does. But the bottom line is that level of influence comes from making yourself available to these people in their hours of need. Yep. All right. So we're going to have to we're going to have to do a, a part two of the cover up because there's so much more that I think we can cover. I think there's going to be, a I lot. feel like you're covering up the rest of the show, but we will <laughs> do it. I mean, we, we're, we're, we're baiting them. You know, this, this we are. is like, this is like the, the radio show. Right Come after back. These commercials, Come back we're tomorrow. going to tell you what's really going on. And, right. and we're going to start naming names. No, we're, but it is an important right. issue. And I think it's a cultural shift and, and yes. certainly young leaders like yourself, that are saying, yes, it's time that we, you know, recognize it's not 1950 anymore. It's not even 1970. We right. need to start ministering in 2022. And our credibility is critical. And I appreciate that you called me young. Um, hey, what, you know. hey you, you, <laughs> well, we both, not, we both are very, young. very young. Very. I, I understand. <laughs> I think you're a little younger than I am. So right. I figured I got to keep you young or I get old. So <laughs> right. I'll make it work. So, in the future, what I'd like to do with kind of the cover-up is we can deal some with leadership tips. And then the other side that I'd like to talk about is the relationship of a church and family. Yes, huge. Because that is big, and sometimes churches cross lines, even within family, and they need to be careful. And then families need to understand some parameters when it comes to within the church or yourself. Uh, we can cover some of those things. So... Appreciate you being on Baptist Vices, and hopefully in the future we'll be able to cover up, uh, not cover up, or cover those. Oh, now see, there's a confession. <laughs> you know what I mean? So appreciate you being with me. 
Hey, listen, thank you for what you do. And Baptist Vices is continuing to shake up the internet world with all this uh, good information and help for them that are listening. All right. Listen next week. Thank you for listening to Baptist Vices. We trust you were challenged to find a biblical path for navigating through some differences within Baptist churches. Join your host, Dr. Steve Dameron, next week for another engaging podcast. May God richly bless you. Thank you.